Hello and you're very welcome back to the Jameson Graduate Program podcast, a six-episode series focusing on a different part of the Jameson Grad Program each week. This is aimed to educate potential applicants on the program as well as showcase the true nature of serious character from both past and present brand ambassadors. Last time we were delighted to be joined by Alan who was talking to us all about distilling your own success, professional and personal development and delighted to be joined by CCO Driscoll today, an alumni of the program who's here to talk about your future, all about career progression opportunities post program. Cece, how are you? Great. No, all good. Thanks very much. Great to see you. Great to see you too. Thanks. Th- thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Great. Great to have you. No, no, deli- delighted. Always happy to come back and uh, you know chill chill out with the the graduate program team. So <laughs> once a VA, always a brand ambassador. <laughs> I think. So you so you joined the program in 2014, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I actually joined straight out of university. So I studied um, BESS in Trinity, so specialising in business and economics. Um, and actually didn't study marketing um, throughout uh, those four years, but I came across the Jemson Graduate Programme at the um, Careers Fair and was really interested in it. And then, yeah, was very lucky to um, be uh, t- taken on into the programme in 2014. So I did my three years and um, I had an amazing opportunity to spend my three years in three different countries. So I went over to sunny Cyprus for my first year, which is great. And then spent my second year in France, but focusing mainly on Paris and then spent my third year in Sweden. So kind of went from hot to cold uh, geographically uh, during the three years, but got to experience very different kind of cultures and like work cultures and different things like that. So I had a great time. And not that, of course, we don't have favorites. Every market's different, but do you have a favorite? (laughs) Oh God, such a tough question. Like each of them, they all brought you know their own thing so I guess I'd never been to Cyprus so that was really exciting and you know and like beautiful country super super warm which is really nice and then you know like I I speak French I've lived in France so it was really nice and I guess to be in Paris as an adult and kind of experience it that way but I think overall Sweden was probably my favorite because I get I got to kind of do the brand ambassador roles, so do the events and working with the bartenders, which is great. But I got a bit more office experience as well, which is super interesting. You know, great experience to kind of understand why a brand is a brand in a certain country. Mm. Um, and you know, it's Sweden, everything works. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great spot. <laughs> Everything's um, just so, IKEA. <laughs> Everything's yeah, just yeah, IKEA. Yeah, you know, no, it's great. Um, I know I'm actually born in Norway, so it kind of felt like I went back to my roots oh. as well. So yeah, no, each all brought their own. But I think yeah, if I if I had to pick one I look yeah love Sweden and really what would be it. certainly in your role what would be like the differences in terms of, of a brand ambassador or certainly the markets themselves what would be the main focus between those three markets so yeah like I think that was one thing that was great about being in three different places I really got to see the different sides to a brand ambassador and I think when people ask what the role is you know it's such a stereotypical answer but we say you know it's so hard to say every day is different yeah. um, and I got to really experience <laughs> people are like oh but come on and you're like no honestly it, it genuinely is no like a hundred percent you know like you kind of get up and you have a rough idea of what's going to happen but you know it, it like it, it is very different I guess in Cyprus the kind of focus and I was there would probably been around more what we call brand education so Jemison wasn't very well known so people you know it was kind of like not only just educating consumers but also bartenders so kind of telling them why Jemison is a great whiskey why it's great in cocktails and kind of working with them to kind of build up the awareness of the brand which Mm. is great so kind of you know kind of making your mark early on in the journey for Jemison in a country which is quite exciting 
Whereas in Paris, you know, slightly more established, but um, definitely kind of more events focused. So where in, in, in Cyprus, it was more around the, the education piece with a few big events. In Paris, I did kind of more smaller events. So working with different bars, different pubs, and just kind of keeping Jemison, I guess, top of mind, not only for consumers, but for people who worked in the trade. Um, and then for Sweden, Jemison was already quite established. So it was just kind of, I guess, reminding people why you know it is such a great whiskey and kind of introducing them to like you know Jemison Black Barrel or Jemison Castmates and kind of bringing new innovations in as mm. well so yeah like re, you know a lot of very different kind of sides uh, to the to the job that I got to do there which which is great and I know like, look, I know I know you're based in London now I will talk about what, what your journey post program but how is the French is it still is it still there yeah, no, it is. Like, of course, you know, you definitely kind of, it, it drops a little bit. And, and I think as well, what was great going to Paris, like I was fluent, but I guess it's kind of like being fluent in English. But once you start working, you learn a whole Yeah, see, see, I, I, I struggle in English at the best of times, to be <laughs> honest. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think, I think it's great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, as you kind of go into the working world, you are learning a new language again. So, you know, what these terms mean. So yeah. I got I got to really brush up on my kind of business French, which is great. So yeah, no, like, you know, I, I have um, French friends who I still speak with. My boyfriend's actually French. So that's a good way for me to, to keep up that as well. But no, I love languages. Like I have to say, you know, definitely always interested to kind of broaden, you know, my skill set there. So and French is one of their eight key languages. But again, as we keep saying, having a language isn't a necessity to, to apply for the program too. It's just, you know, preferable if you have one yeah. but then we'll talk about so, so you had a great time in the program it, you know i'm sure you've amazing memories from induction yeah. and, and gas and the jemmies and everything in between but but yeah. let's talk about a post program what where did your journey start after that so i guess um when i was finishing up so you know to be honest i wasn't 100 percent sure where it is that I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to stay within Perna Recar, so the kind of group um, that owns Jemison and preferably Jemison if I could, you know, spent three years working with the brand, you know, really, really loved it. Um, and I think what was great in our final year on the graduate program, so as, as you mentioned there, Padre, we have um, gas at Christmas. So when you're in your final year, they kind of take the third years aside just to kind of, I guess, help us to start prepping for, I guess, what is next? You know, we've had a great two and a half years, we've six months to go, but you know, what's kind of the next step in our journey. So what was great for this was actually really identifying the amount of stuff that we've done within that time. So like, you know, when people kind of see what you post on Instagram and stuff, it's about the, the events and the cocktails and all that kind of stuff, but there's so much more to the role. Mm. So, you know, it's project management, it's relationship management, it's budget manager, like there's so much to that. I think that was what was great about the day that we spent it ended up being kind of a longer process as well. It was actually identifying the amount of skills that we gathered from that. So that kind of helped me understand, okay, so I've kind of dipped in events a bit, I've dipped in this. Are there other parts of the business that I want a bit more experience in? So I applied for a couple of roles and then got an assistant brand manager role back in Dublin, which is great. So I got to go back to the heart and home of Jemison. Um, and I was working on what we call the trade marketing team. So essentially it's all the stuff so the hoodie that you're wearing you know the the displays you see in tesco thank you very much that you, no, <laughs> yeah what can i say it's my legacy um <laughs> the glasses that you see in the distillery all these things um and i think what i loved about that role was it was really tangible like it's you know you could put your hands on the projects that you were working on and you know seeing the graduates get their induction packs with all these things that you've worked on seeing people drinking a jemison ginger lime out of the glass that you designed like it, it was 
super cool. Absolutely loved it. Had a great team and, you know, still got to support the graduate program in different ways as well, which is really, really nice. So really nice opportunity to come home. I did that for just under two years. And then, yeah, I just, I guess, kind of from talking to people within the team and within the company, I think, you know, a lot of the advice I got was to continue that progression. Like, once again, what is that plan? What are you looking for? What's the next step? And as much as I love Jemison, I thought it would, be good, it would be good to maybe, you know, see if there's other parts of the business and maybe other brands that I could look into just to kind of broaden my horizons a bit more. So I started as a brand manager with Chivas, which is one of our Scotch whiskies, back, God, yeah, about a year and a half ago now. So I moved over the pond to London and yeah, working on, you know, whiskey without an E, so kind of a different part of the business and went from working on kind of product and things to kind of more of the campaign side. So very, very different part of the business I'd never worked on before, but once again, an opportunity to kind of broaden my horizons a bit more, add to those skills and experiences and yeah. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm at home in Ireland now. I uh, was allowed to kind of come back for lockdown and work from here, which is great. So I'm, I'm home, you know, with the family for a bit. So. And what, so, what, so what's, so in depth, what would be your role today? What would your job entail? So, so the role that I'm on now, so working on Chivas as a brand, but it's actually the Chivas Venture. So that's the, the project that I'm on. So it's, yeah, very, very different to anything I've done before. And to be honest, it isn't even really about the whiskey either. So what the Chivas Venture is, is it's a competition that they've run for six years where essentially we're supporting and we're funding social enterprises from around the world. So it's people who are, I guess, doing business, but for good. So mm. if it's, you know, solving some, you know, social problems in different parts of the world, or if it's environmental. So like, you know, uh, one of the, one of the um, businesses that won a couple of years ago is Change Please. So basically, Jamal worked as a trader in London and noticed that there was a lot of homeless people around and kind of wanted to see if there's ways that he could try combat that in a way. So he founded Change Please and essentially they upskill homeless people to become coffee baristas. And within one year of starting that process, they've got a home, they're back in the kind of the job ladder and they can kind of re-enter society with, you know, kind of a CV, some job experience uh, behind them and they can kind of really kind of gain back what it is that they lost. Um, so it's a really lovely story. And then the coffee that they use is fully sustainable. So there's a lot of really nice kind of elements to that. Mm. So it's working with these people who are basically trying to make the world a better place. And it's, you know, something you know, Shibis, the Shivas brothers, they were always kind of pillars of their community, trying to give back as much as possible. So it's trying to kind of bring that to life a little bit in, in the world that we're in now. And when you were in college, would you have a big interest in social enterprise? I actually studied uh, social innovation and social entrepreneurship in final year. Um, uh, and it's just funny how it kind of yeah came, came, came back uh, to that. Um, so, yeah, and it was interesting kind of delving into that a bit more. And I think it definitely played into my um, kind of interest around sustainability and responsibility. So when I worked on Jemison on all the kind of merchandise, we tried to make everything as sustainable as possible. And this kind of helped to kind of play to that passion that we're working with people doing these things on such a bigger scale. So yeah, no, really enjoying it now, I have to say, and kind of we're now looking at how we can make this bigger and better, especially in a world that is never going to be the same after COVID. So yeah, watch the space. <laughs> that's a cool that's a really cool career progression it's great that you were able to kind of integrate different skills that you had as well as sort of kind of move into different parts of the company you mentioned as Definitely. well earlier earlier on um, when you were talking about like gas in the day three and they kind of bring the grads the, the, the your trees off um, that's which was uh, is part of our, of, of our offboarding process for the training and development what, what, what else was it kind of involved in the offboarding process 
so like it, it was there was so many different elements of it so it was kind of firstly helping you to reshape your cv so you know kind of something that we all put so much effort into when you're, you're in your final year of college applying for things and of course you reapply on the graduate program but it was really sitting down as i said really identifying what those skills were and kind of putting it into practice and then i think it was also kind of learning the power of networking so i think that's something i'd never really thought of because I think we kind of have an old school way of thinking when it comes to networking. It's going to networking events. It's trying to meet up with the directors of this and that or whatever, but we're actually networking every day, whether it's with the intern on your team, the director on that floor, like, you know, with, with the, your fellow brand ambassadors, I think that was something that was uh, really, really good advice. And it, they, you know, they were, they were saying like, make the most of that, reach out to these people, ask for advice. And I think, that's something that was so heartening as well. People are always happy to help. Like this is a perfect example. I'm always happy to come back and talk about the graduate program. And I think there's such an appetite from people to, you know, help you as, in as many ways. I think that's some of the best advice that I got in that offboarding program. And then, so did you, is there anything you've done to take, I suppose, onus of your own career progression? Like what did you do to kind of take control of it yourself? So I think definitely that, that networking piece being the, the big part. So really understanding the importance of relationship building and this is actually something on the graduate program that you do so much of without realizing mm. uh, so it, whether it's working with the local sales team because you know they're looking after all the brands that we have so you, you kind of want to build relationship relationships with them to get jemison to kind of be the brand that they're excited about you're building relationships with the bartenders you're building relationships with consumers i think it's something that you're doing every day as a brand ambassador and it's totally like I think probably a strength that I've gotten the most out of within those three years that's something that I definitely try to kind of uh, do as much as I can when it comes to that per career progression so keeping in touch with people you know kind of checking in every once in a while and just kind of keeping those relationships there because as I said people are always willing to help and I think it's not being afraid to ask for advice mm. uh, because I think you know sometimes you can you, you don't want to you know, assume that, you know, that you're only getting back in touch to ask for advice or whatever. But I think, you know, it's kind of really putting yourself out there, talking to people and also being open to people suggesting things to you. So if you're kind of thinking about going into one part of the business or always looking for that, you know, level up, maybe it's moving laterally and, mm. you know, someone might say, okay, you know, it's not necessarily a step up, but it's another part of the business that you can look into. So I think it's definitely kind of keeping those relationships open, tapping into that network. And that's really helped me kind of get to, to where I am with my career now. And, then, and like, like you're a perfect example as well, but just see like working for a partner Ricard in such a big organization is when you're moving lateral, it doesn't necessarily mean, certainly within Jameson career progression, doesn't necessarily mean within Jameson or Irish distillers, it's, yeah. it's all the different affiliates it's all over the world which, totally. which is incredible because it means you can end up absolutely like there's so many people on the graduate program who who you know who are spread all over the world oh yeah you're a part of this community that because you kind of think of your own cohort and the people that you joined with and the kind of people above and below you in the years because you get to know them through gas but you know like when i was in sweden the vp for malibu and Kalua was an ex-brand ambassador for Jemison, like Simon Fay, our mar the marketing director. Mm. He, you know, like it, you're, you're part of this really lovely family that like transcends generations and 
even people that you've never met before you can kind of you've got this kind of link that helps you kind of you know start that relationship with them and yeah no it's great like and, it's, and it's great as well because you see like just how highly respected the program is and then kind of totally. you know the, the, the responsibility you're given um, from the company and they really highly your value as a brand ambassador which for someone starting out certainly from my experience and I'm sure you know from starting the program it's it, it's very kind of encouraging and sort of totally really really gears you to kind of get the most out of this as you can yeah no and I think that actually really helped me get my first role after um, the graduate program so when I was applying and when I got that assistant brand manager role on the trade marketing team one of the things they said was what they really were valued and what they really wanted to get uh, from me joining their team was the insights that I could take from my time in different countries and you kind of don't realize like as a brand ambassador you are you know the the eyes and the ears of the brand and wherever it is India even Ireland like it could be anywhere and you're, you're picking up all of these kind of nuances and insights of what people think of Jemison in that country what they want from a brand and kind of being able to bring that back to Dublin was actually like it's something I never even realized before so when we were looking into new packaging or new items that we wanted to do I could kind of say well actually people don't really want that so it was just such little things that you don't really think of but I think that was such a valuable part of my time on the graduate program that I could bring so many different insights from different parts of the world to really I guess make us more effective and efficient to what it is that we were doing as a brand. And is there anything else like you mentioned skills there is there any other skills that like you really learned or, or I suppose grew while in the graduate program that were really prominent to like the roles you're in or in terms of your career progression? No totally and I think one thing that I always say is the development you do during those three years, not just professionally, but as a person, like personally as well, like you gain this independence that you probably wouldn't have had before. Like you're kind of your own boss. Like, of course it depends what country you're in, but I, like, especially in Cyprus, I kind of made my own calendar. I was the one who went out there and, you know, forged those relationships and things like that. So I think that was one skill. It was kind of stepping out of your comfort zone, really kind of embracing that kind of entrepreneurial mindset as much as possible and using your initiative. And it's quite scary because, you know, and, you know straight out of university, you don't really know what you're doing. So you're kind of putting yourself out there. And I think that's something that completely stands to me now. Like I'm always looking to help out on more, tap into other projects, see if there's ways I can support people. And it's really helped me to kind of, you know, learn about so many different parts of the business. I think adaptability as well has been such a big one, not just to different like cultures and countries, but also different work cultures in different countries kind of very quickly becoming sensitive to how people work, how those relationships are and actually being able to, you know, kind of hit the ground running as much as possible. So I think they were big things for me that I kind of learned without realizing, you know, during that process. And then that all kind of came back to that relationship building as well. Definitely a big part for me that kind of helped me get to where I am now. And then even because we had Emma Walsh, um, who is a brand ambassador in Bulgaria, on, on I think it was the second episode of the series, which, of course, if you're listening to this, you can go back and listen to on any uh, streaming platform. But she had mentioned there like, when she first kind of moved to, to Bulgaria and, you know, it was a completely different language, which she didn't have the language of. Um, and, and her room could have easily become immediately her comfort zone. And then she said it was just that, you know, the initiative to, you know, use that serious character that that we, that we, we go on about so much to to just kind of step out of your comfort zone and, and make friends and, and kind of just, you know, because moving into to another country is never 
easy, do you know, and it's not, and, and the company are well aware of that as well, that they're not expecting you to, the first month out there, they're not expecting you to do these incredible things. They know that you need to settle in. You, they know that you need to find your ground, find your footing, get used to the okay. area. But once you do that, you know, the, the world is, and it sounds cliche, but the world is your, or certainly the market is your oyster. <laughs> no, 100%. And I think that's something I learned very quickly after joining the graduate program. Like, it's amazing Firstly, the the onboarding process. So when you do your application and everything, like Jemison really know what it is that they're looking for and they match you to your market or your country so well. So I think, and it, it's kind of putting that, understanding that and actually after a couple of months in your first year, when you're reapplying to, to go into second year, you might have a preference of where it is that you want to go, but you do actually really trust the program as well. At the end of the day, they've seen what strengths that you have and how that can work in this country versus this country or whatever. So I think that's one thing that, you know, really, you know, came to light to me quite early on that they actually really get you as a person and where it is that you can thrive. And I think that's something that's not just amazing about this graduate program, but Perna Rica as a company, like your career progression is so important to them. So they want to put you somewhere that you can flourish and, you know, find these opportunities and mm. do so much more of. And of course, as you said, like moving to a different country, it's not easy. Like, especially if it's somewhere you've never been to before. I won't lie. I didn't really know where Cyprus was. I had to look it up. I was like, I feel like it's close to Greece. It's like way over, like near <laughs> Israel. Um, but, you know, you learn so much about yourself as a person then. Mm. And I think it does kind of give you this amazing opportunity to kind of, you know, create yourself and your brand and your profile, put yourself out there and learn a lot of these kind of skills as a person that you mightn't have the opportunity to do before. So yeah, that's something I'm very, very grateful of my three years uh, on the program. And Cece, what would you, is there any like particular advice that you got in terms of career advice that you'd receive that you would give to people who might be listening, whether they want to apply for the Jemison Graduate Program or they're just listening to get, you know, in terms of career progression? I think some of the best advice I got, and this is going to be so cliche, but I think it applies in any job, any industry, it's be yourself, whether that's you applying in university, applying to a graduate program or a role for the first time, or you're three years out of the, you know, whatever part of the journey that you're at when your career it's be yourself at the end of the day, this is why they're hiring you. So if, and I think especially as your career progression continues, you might maybe doubt certain parts of your skills or your experience, but you've been hired for a reason. And now that progression, I think it's kind of sticking to, to understanding what your strengths are and really kind of owning the brands that you've kind of built for yourself. So definitely be yourself. I think that's one of the biggest things um, people build up, you know, these ideas that a certain companies looking for a certain profile don't try fit within that because then it's probably not that right for you. Where I think something that's so great about the application process, I know the video sounds terrifying, but it is such a great way to showcase who you are as a person. Mm. And, you know, very straight on, you know, the HR team and, and the graduate program team can see who you are as a person and kind of really start to get to know you so much better where, you know, just reading something on a piece of paper, it doesn't really allow you to kind of get across your personality, your strengths, what you're like. So definitely be yourself and embrace that. I think don't try to change that and ask for advice. That's probably another great, um, great advice piece of advice. That I got. Ask, ask yeah, for yeah. advice. There you go. No, and I, I like, and I think some, you know, you're always a bit scared. You're like, oh, do I look a bit stupid asking this? But as I said, like people love helping with that. And mm. I think that's one thing I've really learned, especially in Perna Rica. Like they're more than happy to, you know, oh, I'll put you in touch with this person. I'll take your CV and help you with that. Like, I think that's one thing that I love so much about this company. Like they really value 
your progression, how you continue to develop during your time, whether you've been in the company three years, four years, whatever. So yeah, I think definitely be yourself and ask for advice. That would be uh, my two key things. Definitely on that, because you'd be the perfect person to, to answer this when you mentioned there that some people think that they're looking for a particular type of person. And when we talk about applying for the graduate program, we say, mm. you know, we're looking to see if you fit the brand, but, but there's no one shoe fits all because as you know all too well, every market is so different. And I'm sure those three markets Sorry. you've been to, like we're, we're polar opposites in ways. Oh yeah, like like not only in climate but yeah everything <laughs> and I think it kind of shows because you know like a person isn't just one side like there's so many so many sides to to to, to a person I think that you can really embrace that as you know as a brand ambassador so whether you work in the office in Dublin spend your three years in one country get to go to whatever your actual experience is on the graduate program you can really kind of and build up who you are, learn so much about you and I guess even serious character like that there's so many different interpretations of that and I think you kind of become the serious character yourself and I think everybody kind of brings their own kind of strengths to that and yeah you know each experience that you get you kind of get to delve into different parts of your personality that you probably didn't know were there before and yeah I think the personal growth during those three years is, is amazing like I think you definitely come out a stronger more independent person and you, you kind of got to dip into so many parts of an industry that people would never even get to experience in a whole career as mm. well. So it kind of really kind of, you know, broadens your mind a bit more to what it is that you want kind of in your career progression as you go forward. So I might be, I might be interpreting this wrong, but it seems to me you're recommending the program to, to people who are interested. I, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like that's where... Yeah, I, I'm a bit of a fan, uh, you know. Uh, no, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, but, but no, look, I have to say, you know, not only did I make great friends and on those three years, as I said, like part of this community, like people that you can literally reach out to with the drop of a hat. Like it, it's, it's an amazing kind of family to be a part of. And also like Jemison as a brand has been growing for like 30 years or something. Like it's an, it's an amazing mm. success story. And to be a part of that, and especially like from the small island of Ireland, kind of being a part of a journey like that for a brand that represents, I guess, who we are. It's it's so, it's like, it's amazing. Yeah. Like when you say to people, oh, I work for Jemison, they're a bit like, oh God, wow. Like it's, yeah, it, it's, uh, no, That's like great. I have to say, like definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made. Great. Well, Stacey, it's great to see you talk so highly about the program. Before before we finish up, I want to ask, do you have any advice, uh, any top tips or a quick top tip for those who are thinking of applying this year? Well, I think when it comes to the video, do not be intimidated. Like, I think I remember hearing about that and I was like, oh God, I don't really have a lot of skills in this area. And I think, you know, they're not expecting an Oscar winning production. I think do what you're comfortable with because mm. that's how your personality and your strengths will shine through. So some people are really into kind of, you know, video and music and stuff like that. So they can really make this production where mine was one take selfie talking about, you know, why it is that I should be a part of the program. And I think because that's the kind of way that I wanted to get myself across, I was very comfortable and I was able to get across the messages that I, that I wanted to. So definitely that advice would be when it comes to the video, just make sure that whatever way you want to do it, you're comfortable because it comes through, mm. you know, it really comes through when watching the video. And I think when it comes to like maybe what to include, you know, like at the end of the day, as I said, it's, it's be yourself and kind of really think about 
the experiences you've had, whether you're just finishing university or you've been out of university a couple of years, like what you can bring, uh, what is your serious character? What is it that you know you can bring to the table? And this could be having a language. It could be having worked in a bar. Like there's so many different things that you probably take for granted that actually can really kind of make you stand out uh, within that. So definitely be comfortable in doing the video, be yourself and yeah, just let your personality shine through. Great, Cece. And on that, in terms of application process, for those who are thinking of applying to the Jameson International Graduate Programme, applications close on Wednesday the 24th of February at 1pm. Wednesday the 24th of February at 1pm and you could submit applications through our website, jamesongraduateprogram.com where is also probably the best way to get in touch with us too or you can get in touch with us through our social channels, Jameson Grad Prog. Cece, it was great talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you are the final episode of, of the Jameson Graduate Program oh, podcast of this series and, and what a great episode it was. Oh, no, thanks so much for having me. As I said, you know, it's so great to see you and chat to the team, come back and kind of reminisce about the great times that I've had. So, no, really, really good to see you. And, yeah, great seeing how the podcast kind of goes ahead uh, in the future. Perfect. Well, from all of us here at the Jameson Graduate Programme and Collaborative Studios, thank you very much and we'll see you next season.